I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. This is episode 175. No fanfare. No fanfare. And <laughs> it's the Halloween episode. I mean, we were spooky last week. Yeah, we were extra spooky this week. A extra, extra spoops for you. Spoopy. <laughs> Extra spoopy. You kids love to get spoopy. If you want to go back and listen to any other times we got spoopy on this show, you can find us wherever you get your audio content. Your Apple Podcasts, your Google Play, your Spotify, your SoundCloud. We're on all of them. We're on, we're on the weird ones, too, I'm sure. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, Stitcher. Stitcher and, like, Speedy and... Expedia. Expedia. You're planning a trip to Barbados. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish we were planning a trip to Barbados. <laughs> Get your Geek Down podcast there. Yeah. And if you hit follow on any of those services or subscribe, you know what happens, Kate? What happens? You don't have to do anything else because episodes of the Geek Down will be brought to you. Really? Every week. Oh, my God. This is amazing. By an alicorn riding frost elf named Chauncey Frostilicus Third, who's going to smash them episodes directly into your device and your ear but nicely delicately yeah because he loves you if you'd like to comment about how delicately <laughs> chauncey smashes those episodes into your ear mm-hmm. hole if you want to offer him kudos for his smashing <laughs> mm, <a> chauncey <laughs> <laughs> you can do so on any of our socials mostly twitter get up off twitter which is at Geek Down Pod. Yeah. Um, and then we have an Instagram, which is at Geek Down Pod. Irregularly updated. And we have a Facebook, but... And Ooh, that fucker's dying on the <laughs> vine, man. Engagement is just... Down. Plummeting. Down. And I keep posting shit at the same time yep. every week. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... It's not like it's us. It's not like I'm broken hearted about it because it's fucking Facebook. Okay. If it got zero, it would mean you've all left. Yes. And that would just be Kate hanging out there. Yep, just me. In the food court. Yep. With a single paper cup of water. <laughs> and I can get $5 Chinese food? <laughs> yes, please. Mm. <laughs> Nasty. If you would like to support this endeavor financially, two ways you can do that. Monthly contributions via patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Or, 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 you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash geekdownpod. Oh. Like. Like. Nico Castro did. Or Michael Castro. I really apologize if I'm butchering your name. But here's the thing that makes Mr. Castro even better. What? We don't know him. That's true. (laughs) Most of the financial contributions to this show come from people we know. Yeah, or that we know of, like, people who are friends of friends. Yes. Um, But that's it's always actually really super exciting when someone we don't know. Or people who have become our friends. Yeah. Like you, sir. Yeah. You have become our friend. You bought Caitlin some Fruit Loops flavored tea. You did, which is just Earl Grey. From the local Tim Hortery. Yes, <laughs> the Tim Hortery. Yes. Oh, please have them change their name to the Tim Hortery. Welcome to the Tim Hortery. I'd work there. Also, I also want to shout out uh, my man, Uncle G, who texted me on my birthday with a 
poorly performed rendition of Happy Birthday on guitar, yep. which he does every year and gives me life. <laughs> I love it. He also replied, Mon dind est fumé, which was my favorite joke <laughs> two weeks ago <laughs> that I knew in the moment. Got no laugh out of you, so I knew no one else was going to laugh, yeah. but Uncle G liked it. Oh, well, uh, great. <laughs> Made it all worthwhile. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, did you like your birthday email? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciated it. Nothing will ever top luggage. So, friends, if you're new, every, <laughs> like, the only email from a person I get mm-hmm. anymore is from Caitlin McKinnon on my birthday, usually, like, f- four or five minutes before. Plan. She's got yeah. it written in, like, in the drafts folder. And, yeah. like, I set, like, Google Assistant to send it at, like, 11.55. Or sometimes I, like, just check it again right before I send it just to make sure, you know, self-edit. And she says, you know, very nice touching things in there as well that are I will not be sharing with you but also she includes um things that she thinks looks like me yeah or look like me mm-hmm. and the the marquee of this was probably when she went luggage for no reason yeah I did Just luggage that looked like Jordan yeah because you were an old bag <laughs> <laughs> damn son mm-hmm and this year she went with well well reluctantly begrudgingly admitting that she's actually a fan now shut up she went with wrestlers who look like jordan <laughs> i did my favorite being a picture of ron simmons aka farouk Assad, at that point in his career mm-hmm. with uh cutting a promo with then manager tammy lynn sitch aka sunny looking mean mugging for the camera it was a gif and the comment was here's jordan <laughs> not having fun even when he's spending time with a girl he likes yeah <laughs> or something like that yeah. yeah anywho uh yes i enjoyed i enjoyed my birthday email thank you as i always do and i enjoyed my birthday in general it was fantastic very laid back well not laid back i mean mr malosh drove all the way up here from windsor to spend it okay. with me but um best part about hanging with mr malosh one he's like an old dad so he knows nothing so <laughs> friday night was basically spent being like this is Jesus and marrow <laughs> he went oh this is funny. This this is Stefan from Saturday Night Live. I still can't. A little disappointed in that win. one. Not gonna not gonna lie. But you're you know, you dead, Mr. Malosh. Uh Mr. Malosh also brought this giant <laughs> air mattress with him. Yeah. To sleep on. Yeah. Not just like with a frame and shit, like not just one that went on the floor, <laughs> but like a frame. So it came up as high as my actual bed, which meant in the morning I got to just roll <laughs> off my bed and onto the air mattress. It was kind of awesome. I was like, I'm forty two uh, years old and I'm just rolling. <laughs> Look at my L-shaped bed. <laughs> More L-shaped beds, bed designers. Oh, seriously. Seriously. You don't need to go wider. You can just go L-shaped. Yeah. I'm here for the L-shaped bed. Agreed. Um, and then we met the homie Scott, last minute edition. I had invited him, but you know he got two kids and a wife who was going to like a wedding shower or something like that. And then at the last minute, it was like, eh, yeah, I think I'm going to come through. And yeah. he like came through. Very cool came through for the whole day and i uh made a concerted effort to spend as much as mr uh, mr malash's money as i could again not on myself right i was making him buy shit right um, as you do as a friend we went for brunch at the federal which i never been back to since i mentioned it on this show like six months ago and forgot about that i'd even been there i was listening to old episodes as i sometimes do yeah trying to think about if we wanted to go for brunch on my birthday <laughs> listen to some episode where i was like and then i went to the federal and i was like let's go to the federal and we did. And was it great? It was tasty. That's I got a boozy coffee. Boozy coffee. Boozy nice. coffee. Uh, and then what did, we, what did we do next? I think we made our way out to... Oh, no, we went to Rotate first. Rotate this because that was nearby. I mean, obviously, just a bunch of nerdy record talk, right? Like, yep. 
Um, and then I took them to Tiny Record Shop, which is in the East End, and both of them were like, are we in, like, Mordor right now? Like, How, how far East End? Have we crossed the wall? Uh, past Broadview. Oh. Like we got off at Broadview. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Not that's... that East. It's not that East. No, it's, it's not, like, not. It's not, it's not like, like Leslie. It's like, not Main Street. Yes, it's not Leslie, though. Um, but, I mean, far enough, both of them had, like, no idea. I made a joke about if Jeff went went to the washroom, I was just going to, like, run. Leave them there, see if they could figure out how to get back. Amazing. Uh, Tiny Record Shop, you are the weirdest record store in Toronto. Nobody needs a $200 copy of a Tom Waits German pressing. You don't know that. Scott apparently did. He kept making jokes about him as well. I should buy it for him. Um, yeah. And we went to Cosmos. I said hi. I said hi to Hisa. Said it was my birthday in Japanese. Woo! Hisa brought his dog. Oh. Hisa's wife is uh, visiting back home. Back in, she's not from Osaka. Hisa's from Osaka. I don't remember where she's from. Uh, the North. I remember that. Okay. Um, but she's back visiting home, so Hisa got to bring the dog to work with him. That's amazing. It was amazing. That's like the best birthday gift. Hisa wasn't like even at the counter. I just walked in. I was like, Gaija. <laughs> she got all up and excited. I was like, oh my God, I want a dog, but I can't afford you or have space for you or want to be bothered by you all the time like dogs do. Yes. <laughs> this is it's fine. like having a toddler. Yes. <laughs> I just want to pet you and then leave you with the actual people who take care of you. Like nannying. Yeah. You should become a dog nanny. Maybe. You make lots of money. Could be a dog walker. Yeah. And the dog ain't going to do something I like, and I'm going to yell at it, and I'm going to get filmed on somebody's camera phone, and I'm going to end up on CP24. <laughs> Terrible man yells at small lo- lo- dogs. Local man yells at Shih Tzu. <laughs> oh, good um, times. And then I did not, this fucking Henri record that they have there for like $40 that I pick up and put down every time, I didn't buy it. I was like, no, save, save that money. It was $40. Yeah. Then I went to Sonic Boom and spent $90, so... Mm-hmm. Good for me. <laughs> um, and the best moment, so uh, Mr. Malash and I, Scott, went back home around dinner time. Mr. Malash and I dropped our shit off, went to Kinka, yep. ended up right, it was like a super busy night at Kinka, and we ended up right at the bar, which Ooh. I've never sat at before. Yeah. So Kinka is an Izakaya. Obviously, you walk in and like the entire staff is like, They all yell at you, man. It's amazing. Um, and... Sidebar. So the homie Pops wanted to take me out for my birthday, and I had a shift canceled at work, so I met up with uh, him and stupid Matt. Yay, Matt. No, no yay, Matt. Never yay, yay. Matt. Never yay, Matt. Go, Matt. We keep talking over this so we can't make a clean yeah, job Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Never, Matt. Um, Go, Matt. <laughs> it was the second time Matt had ever had ramen. Son. <laughs> wow. That is a little weird, Matt. It is a little weird, Matt, but so many things about Matt are weird. Um... And then I think this place is called Ginya. It was on uh, was like local talk, like church in Carlton area okay. across from the old Maple yeah. Leaf Gardens, which is now a Loblaws. It's actually for a those, nice Loblaws. For your curious folks out there. A giant cheese cabinet. That must just be your heaven, eh? Oh, man. The cheese it's ca- my hell. The cheese cabinet at the at the garden Loblaws. my hell. I like breathe on it too much. And some guy comes out and yells at me like, stop breathing on the cheese. I can't help it, please. Make me not Excuse me, ma'am. What do you do? Oh, I'm not. I'm not pregnant. No. I just have a wheel of porcelain under my <laughs> under my shirt. No, that's just my tummy for me, not the cheese. <laughs> and then you don't get very far because you're crumpled in a heap because it's just made you ill from immediately. Basically. Um, but like they tried to do the yelling thing, like when you walked in. Yeah. No. No. It's like 
not the same. It's like they hired, they hired some like Vietnamese kids and taught them like two Japanese words and no, ain't no, the same. It's not the same. And the round was all right though. I'm giving props for that. Um, but yeah, it's just so loud. <laughs> it's just literally yelling in your face the entire for like an hour. Yeah, it sounds we, great. Mr. Malash was not prepared for how large the beer is at <laughs> yeah. those giant like Sapporo mugs, like the height of our mic stands. And then the best moment, Kate, a year of Duolingo has been worth it. Ooh. To while I put on my jacket, turn back to the turn back to the kitchen area and go. <laughs> the look on that way, the look of scared delight on that waitress's face made it all worthwhile. It's like I got to go Yes, I will not be able to ask for a hospital if I'm injured over there. But boy, oh boy, I'll be able to tell you thanks for the meal. Most important part. Most important part because yeah. we gonna be eating. Yeah, we will have. More Japan talk and record concerns in the next episode because we're doubling up this week. Yeah, we are. So, speaking of birthdays, mm-hmm. people might have noticed that I was not mentioned in any of the birthday fun, <laughs> which is weird because I usually would be mentioned in the birthday fun. Mm-hmm. It was because I was not having fun with Jordan on his birthday. I was at Hamilton Comic Con. <laughs> I was not having fun at the Hamilton <laughs> Comic Con. Shots to the Hamilton Comic Con. No. How was the the Hamilton Comic Con? It was an interesting experience. I was there as a vendor. Mm. Actually, technically, we were in Artist Alley. Okay. Um, There are way too many Funko Pops Uh at Hamilton Comic Con. You're making it rain? No. Spending my birthday present? No. I only bought one Funko Pop. Oh, you did buy one? Yep. Captain Marvel, of course. Mm -hmm. Which one? There was a deal... On the one on her motorcycle. Oh. So I have a little motorcycle, Captain Marvel. Oh, good Lord. It's really cute. <laughs> well, hold on. Does Miss Marvel fall into this as well? Or no. would that like... No. D- d- disdain? No. That's I understand, though. You got to respect the sanctity of the collection, though. Um, also, which made it make my collection, like my, my thoughts on the collection even like clamp down, was when someone told me that they own 300 Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. They... And they're not selling them. They just, they collect them. Mm-hmm. And they have 300 of them. Mm-hmm. Of like all the same thing? or No. of Well, he said it started, he was just getting random ones because he liked them. Yeah. And then it turned into this, like he wanted to get these ones, but they're really rare. And then, et cetera, et cetera. And now he has over 300. Of sickness. It's true. It's true. So that was interesting. Just being there, we hadn't. I haven't done Hamilton Comic Con before. That was in, uh, that. Just being there was interesting. Um, there was no Batcopter. We were very upset. Batcopter. Yep, the original Batcopter. Did they advertise the Batcopter? They did. Sons of bitches. And when uh, Senor Correspondent Chris, um, he went and he uh, <laughs> explained to the <laughs> explain to the people that <laughs> it's been decided over Facebook Messenger that Senior Correspondent. Actually, looks like Senor Correspondent. Yes, so he's now Senor Correspondent Chris. Senor Correspondent Correspondante. Yes, um, uh, he went looking for the Batcopter and like asked a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, it "Didn't show up." He's like, "That's not okay." It, did, it didn't show up. Uh, apparently, it just like wasn't there. He was like, "That's not okay." Fucking Batcopter just went AWOL. Yeah, um, there was lots of wrestlers there. Oh. Sad wrestlers? No, actually. I mean, older. Sad, yeah. sad retired wrestlers? But I was really surprised by how many of them look like still really buff. Like, fuck yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and how, like, huge they are. Do you remember the names of any of them? Um, I do. And I keep on remembering and forgetting again. <laughs> which, 
Um, Which wave are we catching on right now? Forgetting. <laughs> of course, because there's a microphone in front of my face. Of course. Um, he wears plaid. <laughs> not helpful. Oh, that is not true. He wears plaid. He always has it rolled up. He always has like a white long sleeve shirt under it. He's got a beard and long hair. You're literally describing like 80% of the wrestlers in the room. There's only one guy who looks like that. Um, and he's really well known. Know what it is? It's because for some reason, Ric Flair is just always in my head now. <laughs> well, I mean, there are worse things. I'm trying to Google this. Yeah. He was there. Celebrity uh, get. God, would that count as a celebrity? Wrestling. Here we go. Let's jump right ahead. Mick Foley was there? Mick Foley. That's the one. Did you meet Mick Foley? No. It was like so expensive. No. And I didn't want to just go up and be like, hi, I'm not here to pay you any money or I'm just here to waste your time. And he always had a line in front Look of him. Look at him. He'd be so cool with it, though. He's so yeah, happy. Yeah, he actually he looked re- like really friendly and nice. Yo, Mr. Malash, Ricky Steamboat was there, too. Yeah. Kate could have met Ricky Steamboat. Um, He smiled at me. Ricky Steamboat did? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Who else was there? The prop maker from Titans. I don't know. No one is surprised to see Lou Ferrigno was there. Okay, so Lou Ferrigno was there, and I talked to a guy who met Lou Ferrigno. And, like, Lou Ferrigno seemed approachable but apparently he wasn't very nice <laughs> what yeah i know sam jones was there say who sam jones is uh is flat <laughs> do it right okay <clears throat> gordon's alive <laughs> flesh uh... oh apropos as we go into go into this year's november crapathon yeah uh so yes but he was like you had to like he was like behind a curtain <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so and i didn't get to meet him uh, I did see a bunch of the Brady Mike, Bunch. What was that motherfucker's name? Mike Quinn? No, the character. Oh, Nibnub. Nibnub. Because they won one. But that's, the, that's the giant from Game of Thrones. Yeah. You can see, you can see your man? Uh, I did see Ethan Phillips. Again, didn't. Because it was 50 bucks to get a signature or an autograph. But that's yo. I know. But like, I don't really want a signature or an autograph. No, I'm not saying you should have. I'm saying oh. yo, like, no. No. And then like combined, it was like 80 or something. I don't know. Gross. Um, so yeah, it was like nice to see, it was cool to see people, but I just was like, and I never have anything to say to people. I get really nervous. I mean, and this shit just gets kind of like sad, right? Like, what are you going to say to, I don't remember his name from the wire, but he was also in the walking dead. It's like appearance canceled. It's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was interesting. Um, meeting people was interesting. Meeting other vendors was mm. interesting because apparently if you go to the States, they just like throw money at you. Whereas this was not an ex- an especially lucrative experience. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently like it was maybe half as busy as it was last year. Oh, really? So that, of course, you know, and there was also besides people selling D20s and like dice sets mm. for D&D and other role playing games, there was no other D&D stuff but us. Oh, okay. So you think that there's going to be a lot of like Venn diagram action going on, right? Um, and because Lord, I'm uh, sorry, because Lord of the Rings. I, know, well, I was thinking like you usually think like people who like Lord of the Rings probably have played D and D or will play D and D or you know, um, but really we were the only D and D people there, um, and like a bunch of people couldn't find us because they don't organize things by like. These are the D and D things. These are the video games. We just have to kind of look for us. So we're thinking about changing things, and like I said, really interesting experience. Interesting selling at a convention, um, meeting people. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, 
Very tiring also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tiring. I don't know why you keep doing this. You always get so tired at the end of them. Because they're really interesting. I think nerd culture is in Oh, and then, of course, all the cosplayers were amazing. Well, yeah. yeah. Even at the Hamilton Comic Con? Yes. Hamilton probably been waiting, waiting all year. Well, I guess they can do. They're not that far from. No, no. Not that far from Fan Expo territory, so they can yeah. keep their chops up. There were some really good ones where I was like, I know what that is. That's amazing. And there were some where I was like, I have no <laughs> idea what you are. You look so cool, but I don't know what you are. Yeah. That's me most of the time. There was a Krampus there. A Krampus. Oh, the yeah. evil Santa? Yeah. And he took a picture with Santa and Mrs. Claus, and I have a picture of it. <laughs> it was one of the highlights. What about your cosplaying? What? What about your cosplaying? What about it? Weren't you going to dress up? Why yeah. have I seen no photos of this? Well, why but you're would busting I... out your squirrel girl that you didn't get to bust out. Yeah, I'm going to dress up for Halloween. But you're dressing up at the con. No. Oh. Have you any idea how awkward a tail is to use behind a booth to start knocking things over? Yeah. Yeah. I I know because I have a big butt. So, like, I like I broke a pot once, a I'm flower just, pot. just breaking shit normally without an extra tail. Exactly. So. All that back, y'all. Right? Girl is thick. Two C's. <laughs> Caitlin McKinnon. Yeah. Have you pledged half of your paycheck to the proposed Janeway Memorial in Bloomington, Indiana? No, you briefly mentioned this, and I had no idea. And I was like, eh. <laughs> eh? Eh. I mean... You have no interest in commemorating the best captain? Um... You would rather have a Funko Pop than a memorial? I would to rather... Last forever? I would rather they, like, donate the money to a charity. <laughs> um... Or to, like, some child's education, or... To a library. You know what? Let's make the money into the, the Janeway Library. You'd rather have a library. Yeah. Named after Kath- Catherine Janeway, the best captain. Um, proposed by a joint campaign between the Indiana Housing and Community Development Authority and the Captain Janeway Bloomington Collective. There's a collective, y'all. I didn't know there was a collective. <laughs> the monument will include a bronze bust depicting Kate Mulger as Janeway as she appeared in later seasons of Voyager, so presumably Ooh. after she got the good haircut. The good haircut. Oh, man, I wish I could have that haircut. It's uh, so authoritarian and yet kind. It will sit atop a limestone sit atop a limestone base in the shape of the Voyager and Deep Space Nine era Starfleet com badge. As well as giving Janeway her full official birth date, the monument would also include an accompanying display highlighting facts about Voyager, Janeway's life, and her connections to the city. I just feel like it might confuse people who come here after we've destroyed the world, you know, like <laughs> aliens coming to investigate this dead planet. Mm. They'll be like, oh, they had space travel. Why didn't they just all take off? They're idiots. Be like, no. I know that Kirk has something in his hometown quote unquote and like every vulcan that ever exists has a spock statue somewhere <laughs> um but i just i i feel like a library would be better maybe maybe a uh fantasy and sci-fi library that'd the, be good the Catherine janeway sci-fi library yeah i mean there's a sci-fi library fantasy and sci-fi library in toronto there is yeah uh, Not in a very good library. No. So why don't we... You know what? This is what I'm proposing. That library's got a needle disposal in it, y'all. <laughs> this is what I'm proposing. We should come together in Toronto to, like, <laughs> make ours the Janeway Library. <laughs> the you, Catherine Janeway. You want Jane to steal Pan. the Janeway <laughs> Memorial <laughs> yes. from Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> That's I do. what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. And then... Or at least, like, Bloomington, Indiana needs a sci-fi library. Those kids... 
hate their lives. Can I stop you right there for some real time commentary? Okay. Yeah. So are we noticing the gentleman across across the way? Yeah. Oh, you just see him going back in his house? Uh huh. You get a good look at him? No. Okay. Well, the other day he's a, he, he's a w- older white man. Yep. The other day, a uh, a a group of young boys of color were roughhousing in the parking lot. Yeah. Across the, across the way. But having a good time. Um, hard to tell. Okay. I think one was like they were all friends. But one was having a legitimate, like, not a great time. Okay. And I think it's that thing where it's like he's he's the runt of the friends group, and uh, he was getting roughed up a little bit, yeah. not like bullied per se. I think yeah. he might have lost some money in the rough housing, and that was like he was all upset about that. So there was yelling and there was cussing and shit like that. And that dude, yeah, came storming out onto his balcony. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is gonna end so badly. And he just looked out, surveyed the scene, took his white ass right back inside. <laughs> I was like, there you go, buddy. He did not want the smoke. You know what he did? Hmm. He, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fu- What are we always telling you people? Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's all. That's all you have to do sometimes. And you know what happened? No escalation. The lads went on their way. Great. No police had to be called. I, I hope that, um, whoever has that young man's money gave it back. Never mind, I should have checked the parking lot after. <laughs> times is hard, y'all. Um... And so that was a story about white people being smart. A story about white people being stupid. Ooh. Because we're never at a shortage for that. Good segue, by the way. Thank you. I learned it from you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, I did not know the Joker stares. You know, the iconic scene from Todd Phillips' Joaquin Phoenix vehicle. It'll Joker. only It'll only be iconic in 10 years. So you can, everyone can just calm down. <laughs> Generally calm down. We get calmed down. We're gonna tell you to calm down some more when we get to updates. But he, did, you know, it's in all the fucking photos and trailers and shit. He's doing a little because he dances because he's nuts and he's doing a little like dance down these stairs, mm-hmm. these long stairs. Yes, these stairs are apparently in the Bronx, New York, mm-hmm. and not a very good part of town. Mm-hmm. And the white folks have come because time to do it for the gram, Kate. Gotta do it for the gram. Time to put on your cosplay and go and take up the entire width of these stairs to get your Instagram shot. Yeah. And then get the fuck out because it's the Bronx and you're about to get mugged mm-hmm. for your DSLR. Um, I'm not the first person to comment on this. I actually saw a long Twitter thread about this because um, I didn't even know it was in the Bronx, mm-hmm. let, let alone a somewhat uh, wanting neighborhood, underdeveloped neighborhood of the Bronx. Um and the comment there was just basically like, y'all come in, you do your stupid shit. These have always been there. They're not in a good part of town. Like, people avoid this area. Right. And y'all are just coming in and, and you, then you don't even, like, buy a bottle of water at the bodega on your way out type of thing. Yeah. It's actually fun. It reminds me of, like, a bit. I saw, I saw Michael Che do stand-up once. And he had a line about how, like, the, <laughs> the most fearless people on earth are white women. Right. Because, like, white women went into Brooklyn He's like, you know how brave you got to be to gentrify Brooklyn? He's like, I grew up here. I stayed away from Brooklyn. Like, let's do a rap song from 93. Like, no. You get robbed and shot in Brooklyn, but they going in there and making vegan muffin, you know, throwing up vegan muffin (laughs) shops. White women, like, rehab pit bulls. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what's happening here. And there's a very good Jesus and Mero clip as well. Yes. Very funny. About these idiots going and posing on the Joker steps. Don't pose on the Joker steps. Don't call them the Joker steps. No. Let the little old Puerto Rican ladies do their, do do their, their laundry. Do their laundry. 
<laughs> I have laundry to do. Yeah. And that is all I have by way of news. I got some news. You got some news? Yeah. Hit me. Um, My news is that NASA has a cool new logo for their Artemis project. And they have a cool new, like... Oh, right. The Artemis Project. The Artemis Project. The future is now, people. Um, and they also have a, a, a cool, like... <laughs> they got to get moving. Don't they want this thing done by, like, next 2024. week? 2024. <laughs> it's a little fast, but... Uh, the, the, the line with the cool new logo is woman on the moon instead of the man in the moon. Woman on the moon. Uh, and because the first woman is going to do a spacewalk in 2024. I mean, spacewalk as in, like, spacewalk on the moon, not spacewalk, spacewalk. They've done, women have done spacewalks. This is going to be on the moon. It's really exciting. Um, very excited. And it's the beginning of them going to Mars, so it's also very exciting. Artemis is their gateway to Mars. Anyways, yeah. Um, as well as that, and be- women being awesome, uh, Shira is coming back for season four. Yay. Yeah, November 5th. I'll have something to watch. There's so much for me to watch. Like, you have ample things to watch. Oh my gosh. I've got, though I have to say, I think it was last weekend, I was, or some evening, I, I was alone and I had I time to watch stuff, which was weird. And I was like frozen by indecision. And I tried to watch three different things and I couldn't <laughs> do it. I tried to watch Mary Poppins, some Netflix. Um, uh, Amazon film called I don't I don't know if Amazon made it, but it was on Amazon called The Adventurer. Um, and two other things. Oh, I tried to watch Murder She Wrote and I couldn't. What? I know. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> and why, why I, couldn't you watch Murder She Wrote? I just I wasn't into it. I just like I wanted to watch something adventury that would really like bring me into the story. Jay Fletch always. I know. It's on an adventure. I know. It was maybe possibly also because I thought you were going to make fun of me for watching Murder Absolutely. Show. Absolutely. I just listened to the yeah, episode um. the other day where you discovered all 12 <laughs> seasons were on Amazon. Slowly going through it. Um, what season, yeah? Uh, two, but just sl- slowly. I'm I trying mean, that, to, like, that, that's in, fine. Indisperse like it. Said, they're, they're 26 episode seasons, so yeah. I mean. I actually don't remember what I ended up watching. It was probably something on YouTube. It was probably like... <sighs> Cake videos, or I probably got hungry, and then we had snacks. Nothing, nothing a while away, <laughs> nothing a while away in the evening. Like cake videos, watching, watching them, watching YouTube lists from what culture or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's that's about it. I'm just excited about Shira come back and good times. Featuring a non-binary character voiced by a non-binary actor. It's very cool. Yes. Yeah. So I was talking about what I was watching. Mm. What do you What do you been watching? Oh, let me hit you up with some shit real quick. Um, <laughs> I finished off the Junji Ito collection. Great. Just for funsies. Great. <laughs> Actually, have one that grossed me out, Kate. Oh, what? Legitimate. <gasps> legitimately grossed out. What? It was a. It was about a girl who like her father like ran a what it, yakiniku it's okay. like a like deep fried meat type of thing okay it's like skewers and fried skewers type of thing yeah um i don't like where this but is like it kind of kind of fell to the side after after his after her mom died okay and so it wasn't maintained very well so it's just she's going on about that there's just the smell of oil everywhere and oil was on everything and then eventually her brother just starts drinking oil 
Ugh. like vegetable oil. Yeah. And getting zi- it's, it went zip poppy. Oh no. And at one point he Mm-mm. like thought he caught her calling her gro- calling him gross because he bullies his sister, right? Yeah. And he thought he heard her calling him gross. And he like pinned her down on the floor and just squeezed his entire face. Oh, oh, no. Yep. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, Why? that's that we found it. <laughs> we found the thing. Oh. Junji, you done found the thing that's gonna put me over. No. Oh, I I like wanna gag. Ugh. There's actually a uh a video that I think Viz or Crunchyroll or somebody did of when he was not in Toronto, but when he was I think he went to Crunchyroll Expo or Anime Expo or one of those. Mm-hmm. They had him watch like scary videos and air quote scary videos and decide if they were they were actually scary. Right. Like one was literally just a cat getting sucked in between the cushions of a, like falling in between <laughs> the cushions of a couch. So it looked like they were getting sucked. And he's like, that was just weird. I don't know. <laughs> the only thing Junji Ito thought was actually scary was a clip of like a spelunker in a very tight, like no. cave space trying also, to weasel through a, also hate that trying to wiggle through a tight space. And he's like, I do not like tight spaces. No, so that's say. what scares Junji Ito, everybody. And me. There you go. And the other thing I saw this image, I follow like a weeb, um, clothing account okay like they kind of do i don't know it's one of those things i don't know how half these streetwear companies are, are legal like you can't just take a picture from ava and throw it on a t-shirt and be like we're selling it now and like nobody cares like right apparently they do um and he posted a photo that was possibly the most unsettling image i have seen in recent memory okay i showed it to kate she agreed yeah it was not good it's just a face <laughs> it's a bald toothless face is it a face smiling at you sure uh it was from a manga called ptsd radio uh-huh. And this is, they're up to six volumes, I think. It's by Masaki Nakayama. I don't know when it came out. This year, I think, or it's been collected. It's available in ebook only okay. from Kodansha. It's, it hasn't been published, but you can get it like on a Kindle single or something. Um, really short. I would never give it to Kate because I don't think it holds, uh, I don't think it's reco worthy, but it's definitely, he's very good at drawing unsettling faces. and But it's just so short like i think the radio bit is like it's like tuning a radio like oh okay so that's why these chapters are so short they can be like a page to five pages right and some of them characters are recurring and some of it takes places like in feudal japan or like the 1800s or mm-hmm. the showa era or the modern day it just all has to do with like this deity that like was the patron deity of some town and how it's idol got like damaged and now it's like haunting the town type of thing and it's always hair related i don't like hair like it starts with a girl like getting her hair getting her head shaved like a small girl getting her head shaved and it's like you only have to do this two more times and then the thing with the creepy smiling face is she's like on a train and sees like looks at her own reflection in the window but instead of herself it's that creepy ass face and then it's like her hair gets pulled in between the seats a lot of like pulling hair and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of no, a lot of getting pulled down into things. Anyway, uh, soup, soup's creep. Read the whole thing. It's not done yet. Oh, white man took his shirt off. Good for you. Come on out, pal. I'm sure he doesn't want us to comment on that. Oh, I'm sure he should have put a shirt on. But is it is it warm out, Caitlin? <laughs> it's actually not too bad. <laughs> I saw someone in shorts. I was like, ah. Eh, you I can guess. wear. Is it is it no shirt weather? No, it is not. It no is shirt. not no shirt weather. Get no. your ass back in, old man. Have some, have some sense. I just give you shout. I just give you props for being, making smart decisions. Make some more. Fucking white people always going to ruin it. Um, so yeah, Junji Ito, uh, PTSD Radio. 
when do I get to stop having Kanye takes? Uh, never. I don't even want to have Kanye takes, but people want me to have Kanye takes because Kanye does something. And it's like, Jordan, you like rap. What do you think about the Kanye thing? I'm like, I don't. I don't care. You've done this to yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> you had some but takes. But I don't care. And you, now people want your takes. But he wants to put out his little gospel album. Like, that's fine. Like, there's too much I haven't heard for me to care about a guy I used to like who fell off. Like, I can't. I don't have the. I don't have the attention. My attention economy mm-hmm. does not allow for excessive Kanye expenditure. Like, um, I don't have I, takes I, about most things. <laughs> and I actually find it really enjoyable. I listened to it. It was fine. It was undercooked, like everything Kanye does. It made me go back and listen to his older shit. There's a take. I don't want to have... I, I don't even want to form this take. It's I just wanted to go and do its thing and leave me alone. Like It's too late. You had to take. Because people asked me for it. You can't take back the take. Oh, God. I take back the take. You can't do it. Anyway, it's better than yay, which is the lowest possible bar I can give it. I listened to it, and then I went and listened to Chance the Rapper instead. That's what you should do, actually. It's generally what I recommend to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, the Christians out there who, like, didn't know that gospel rap was a thing. It's like, now they get to listen to Kanye. It's like, oh, this is so revolutionary. It's like, motherfucker. Like. You're stupid. You are stupid. <laughs> and the last thing. Caitlin. Yeah. The HBO Watchmen show is so fucking good. Is it? It is so. Ooh. Early contender for like the best fucking thing I've seen this year. Like, Ooh. how many episodes? I don't know how many they're going to do. Only the first one's out. Just aired on Sunday. It's like the new Sunday show oh, on HBO. Yeah. And this is from Damon Lindelof, who was did the leftovers, and uh, I think he didn't create Lost, but he was definitely deep in mm-hmm. Lost. And this is a sequel slash remix to the classic graphic novel Watchmen. Yep. And. If, all I'm going to say is like if, the the synopsis is like if the enemy in the original graphic novel slash movie was like the Cold War. Yeah. Or, you know, nuclear weapons. Yeah. It's set in the present day, but like post what happened at the end of Watchmen. Right. What would the enemy be then? Right. White supremacy. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. I'm going to go watch it because that sounds good. And it's <laughs> the tweet I saw was like, shouts to, all my, shouts to all my people who have to deal with their white co-workers who didn't know about the Black Wall Street massacre. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Because that's what it starts with. And I'll be totally out there. As far as I knew, Black Wall Street, I thought, was like a group of like New York-based uh, mafia figures. Oh, no. I did not know about that. Like, this is why it's set in Oklahoma. This is why. Yeah. All has to do with that. And I didn't. I'll give props. I didn't know anything about that. But that's where that New York group got their name from. It was from Black Wall Street, which was a neighborhood in Oklahoma. It was. And then um, a black kid went to go use the bathroom and something happened in an elevator. And the white people said, that's enough. Yeah. And killed like 300 people. And it's a very jarring depiction of real life events. And they're still trying to find graves. Mass graves. Yeah. Filled with people. Yeah. It's a real rough opening yeah. for a superhero show. If you are out there. I know we're trying to do shorter episodes and Kate said I can't talk about this for 20 minutes, but like if you're out there trying to tell me that Joker is like this brilliant reinvention of superhero tropes and the superhero genre, I'm going to need you first to get some pliers and take your head completely out of your ass. And then I think they're going to need more than pliers. Than that. <laughs> shoehorn, crowbar, whatever you need, all the coconut oil. 
so much coconut oil. Lather it right up. And then just get that head right out your ass. And then go however you have to do. Watch this fucking Watchmen show. Because. At least the first episode. And then it like remixes like the idea of like. So there was something that happened. As alluded to in the graphic novel. Redford's running for president. Yeah. Redford is the president. There was something alluded to as Redfordations. Mm-hmm. So, like, the black folks got reparations. Yeah. And also, like, gun control actually happened. Mm-hmm. But there's no internet. Right. Like, and baby squid are raining from the sky. Um, how does this not sound like the best fucking show you've ever seen? <laughs> I like squid. The musical Oklahoma features heavily. Uh, Fantastic. I like Oklahoma. Oh, have you seen the musical Oklahoma? There's a version of Black Oklahoma in this in this episode. I know, but just like, have you seen? No. Yes. Fuck you! Don't make me watch Oklahoma. Oh my uh, god, you haven't seen any of the old musicals, have no. you? No. <laughs> okay. I'm safe till at least January, y'all. Amazing. <laughs> wow, the <laughs> fucking look on her face. <laughs> we we both tend to help her towards invisible cameras when we do when we do the recording. Yeah. But the look she just gave. <laughs> To the to the aft wall <laughs> camera there was, whew, that was chilling, y'all. I'm scared. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky. Um, yeah, but all the cops wear masks because yeah. reasons. And there was a thing where like a white guy gets stopped by a black cop and like he feels threatened, but he's got to like call in and get his like gun unlocked because right. it's like locked in the car. He can't pull his gun unless he gets you know authorization. From a guy named Panda, who wears a giant panda mask, because the detectives are actually, like, the superheroes, and Regina King plays, I don't know her name, Sister Noir or something like that. Okay. Beats a dude, beats the actual blood and piss out of a dude, so that's fun. Oh my god, this sounds amazing! (laughs) And there's a great action sequence uh, where people use cows for cover, so... Oh my god, this is amazing! It's got everything, y'all! Um, That's only the first episode. The the first episode. So it's like, yeah, I'm all in on that, and I just got... (laughs) What's up to my my man to get me up with that crave password? <laughs> Headed for land finally after after all these years, Kate. After all those years on the seas, I'm finally coming home. Hi, seas, yar yar. Well, that was a good first half. I think it was a good first half. We'll take a break right here. When we come back, we'll wrap up spoopy season. Yep. Ooh. Ooh, with some spoopy stuff. Some yep. stuff that was apparently spoopier than I expected it to be. Oh, do I have a story for you? Oh, damn. We're going to get into that when we come back from this break. Hey y'all, welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I talk about the things we brought each other as soon as Caitlin puts her monitor back in. I'm good. There you go. Welcome back, kid. Thanks. Oh, they're cold. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But before we talk about the spoopy things we brought each other, we still have rules. We do. First rule being the rule of three. Which is that if the thing comes in parts, we will watch those parts. But it doesn't in this case. We gave, well, oh, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, what'd you do now? No, no, I did watch the parts of the thing you gave me, but the thing I gave Jordan, it doesn't count. No it was parts. A movie. It was a movie. The second rule is hashtag save it for the pod. Which means whatever takes you have, whatever hot, piping, fresh takes you have, keep them on the down low. On the DL. 
like my neighbors think they're doing by having sex on a Sunday. But they aren't. But it is not on the down low because we are well aware of all the sex they're having. Because of all the shaking. This is not, this is an old building, y'all. Yep. I mean, good for them, really. Shouts to you. It also like you just had sex yesterday. (laughs) How much sex do you people need to have? Jesus. Um, Finally, the third rule, which is not really a rule, is a policy. Is that there will be spoilers? And in one case, the thing that Jordan gave me, it actually counts. (laughs) Does actually count if you have zero familiarity to this. You probably want to limit your exposure before going in. Yeah. So I'm just going to say right now, very kindly, get the fuck out. Yeah. And get yourself some Halloween candy. There's going to be stuff around. People have bowls at work. Gonna, and... Yeah. When is this dropping? Like, will, will the sales ship be on yet? No. Okay. No, it's, it'll, this will come out if it's on time Tuesday and then Halloween is Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Okay. So yeah. Friday. Yeah. So Friday, you gear up. Haven't listened to this yet. A- Listen to the thing we're going to talk about, which you'll know from the title. Yeah. Listen to, watch both things. Watch both things. Get yourself some Halloween candy. Some discount Halloween candy. Shoppers Drug Mart waits all year. Oh, yeah. For that post, post-Halloween candy rush. And then listen to the show. Just stuff your face. But also, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Had a hard time trying to come up with what to give Kate. Kate wanted to keep it spoopy again. Mm-hmm. I was like, Fuck, I don't know what else I have that's really spoopy. Or well, you're gonna have to watch some spoopy, spoopy things for next year. In in that vein, I started thinking back. I don't even know how this popped back into my head, but I remembered it and I went, Oh yeah, I'll give her that. And apparently, once again, <laughs> a tossed off decision mm-hmm. has reaped unforeseen <laughs> consequences. Yeah, looking forward to getting to that. So what I gave Kate was a show called School Live. School Live? School Live? It's the it's School the Live. School Life Club. So School Live because they're living in the school. Yeah. There's so a School Live or Gakogurashi, literally living at school, is a Japanese manga series written by Norimitsu Kaiho and illustrated by Satoru Chiba. These are people who use primarily work in uh, visual novels, but this was not a visual novel, this was a manga. And this is the anime adaptation i gave her the manga ran from 2012 i guess it still is running started in 2012 and it's still going the anime ran from july to september 2015 and there's been a live action adaptation which came out just this year this Mm -hmm. last january oh my god it's fresh so this is the story of yuki takeya a cheerful high school girl who lives at her school as a member of the school life club with fellow Club members Kurumi Ebisuzawa, Yuri Wakasa, and Miki Naoki, and their club advisor, uh, Sakura Megumi. And they just kind of hang out at school. Yeah. They love school. They yeah. think their school's the best. Yeah. And they just want to hang out there. Yep. All the time. All the they time. They grow their own vegetables, eat their own food. They sleep there. Yeah. And they grow their own food. They eat hardtack. They eat hardtack. What is hardtack? I meant to look that up. Oh, it's like a hard cracker. Okay. It's just like a really dense hard cracker. Does not look appealing. It. They have it in the war. They're really dry. You're supposed to have them with tea. <clears throat> it like softens them up a bit. So a sort of emergency ration. Mm-hmm. And Yuki's just having the best time ever. Yeah. Everyone's really nice. And maybe I'm just going to let, I'm just going to kind of like leave it there. Because the one thing I said to Caitlin mm-hmm. is if you can help it, don't even read a synopsis description of this show. Just Mm-mm. try to hit it mm-hmm. dead on. Because the first episode of this show, when it dropped, yeah, was like, yeah, like people lost their minds for that because yeah. they did not 
see it coming. So I am fortunate. I didn't read a synopsis or anything, but mm. as I was looking for, as I was, Jordan very kind of gave me a link as I was watch, like looking or getting the show. Um, someone in the comments who posts in the comments <laughs> posted something like, and I knew something was coming because Jordan wouldn't have given me what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> but they posted like, I'm really glad it went crazy. I thought it was another, their words, not mine, pussy anime. God. I know, people are the worst. We're the worst anime fans. <sighs> You're the worst. Anyways, so I knew, but I always knew that there was going to be something, mm. right? And then Senor Correspondent, as we were setting it up on the TV, said, I'm really wanting to know why the show is NC-17. <laughs> Um, I think I saw that myself on, on there. <laughs> he was like, interesting. Um, and he knew. Like, I had warned him, like, it's not what it seems kind of thing. Right, right. So we're going through. And <laughs> so I had, I actually said, I was like, so like Life Club, whatever, seeing some clues, mm. hardtack, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's probably zombies. I was like, it's zombies, uh, something apocalyptic because of this, this, and this. Senior correspondent Chris is used to this because I do this with, like, crime shows all the time. I'm like, it's this person for these reasons. He's like, how do you do that? Um, Anyway, so that was like, because I always knew something was coming. Did not know she was imagining the rest of the people in the school. Yep, that's a real. So So you're bright-eyed. Very like, optimistic, ganky girl. Also a moron. I yeah. was like, and there's a re- part of there is a reason for that, but um, just like total dits. Uh, very like Serena from Sailor yes. Moon. Like always mm. late, always forgetting things, but kind-hearted, right? Um, you there are things that are happening, and you do not realize until near the end of the episode. When you realize she's imagining everybody else in the school. She is completely delusional. She has snapped completely. Yes. And that like things that happened earlier in the episode, like her freaking out that this Mimi, Mimi? Her, the short hair girl? Yeah. the I think it was Mimi and she's like, don't call me Mimi or something like that. Oh, uh, Mega, Megune. Not Megune. No, that? that she's, don't call me. She called me uh, teacher, Mrs. Sakura, but. The, uh, the the like short haired the short haired girl yeah yeah it's yeah it's like Mickey or something like that Mickey, yeah anyways she's like waltzing into classes and this other character is like you can't do that classes going on because classes happening and she's like just like gives her this weird look and then is like uh I just need to get the dog and you're like why is she acting that way and yeah. then afterwards you're like oh it's because no one's there and the first girl is just absolutely bonkers she's lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other things, um, in the episodes that were really interesting. Um, the show is fantastic. I, I I was happy to see that by the third episode, you do see basically not the whole origin story, but like, yeah, you see when it happens. Yeah. So four, so we got to episode four and we would have kept on going if I didn't have other stuff to watch. So you watched episode four? Yes. So remind me what happens in episode four. That's that's the girl in the mall and her backstory. Yeah. You find out the girl in the mall. You don't find out the whole thing, but you kind of figure out why they're, you know, how they meet. You don't see the meeting yet. I think that's episode five, but it's gotten to that point. Why the dog hates her. Yes. Which is just devastating. (laughs) Absolutely fucking devastating. Anyway, I am not the one who had nightmares last night about the show. It was Senior Correspondent Chris. 
<laughs> as we were waking up, he goes, I had a nightmare about that school live show. <laughs> and now he, like, tells me about this, like, crazy scenario. It was actually, it would have made a cool next <laughs> couple episodes. But anyway, um, so even knowing that, like, it's going to be like a zombie apocalypse or something. Yes. You don't expect certain things. Um, the Megumi or whatever her name is, she's dead. But I don't, we don't know the whole time. They, they, have, they haven't outright announced that yet. But, no. And it's funny because going back and watching it, it's real like Bruce Willis and the Sixth Sense type thing. Yes. Like, because like it's obvious going back and watching it, yeah. but you probably wouldn't pick up on it. It's just she's, that she's a trope, it right? It was like, actually senior correspondent Chris who was like, I think she's dead. It was like episode, like in episode one. I was like, mm, I don't know. Because they said like, it's okay. She's with Megumi. He's like, nah, nah. And then there was the library scene mm. where she's all like scared and Megumi's Megumi telling, shows her, up, yeah. telling her to be quiet. It's okay. And then when you, you cut back, Megumi's gone. And Megumi kept, keeps on like showing up. Whereas they're like, oh, we're all together. And then Megumi will be there. Or everyone's I, ignoring Megumi. Which, that, that's what I mean. That's a trope from like... You know, the teacher who cares for the students but isn't really taken seriously by them, but they right. love her type of thing. Like, that's a trope that they're working with here. Yeah. I think even if you went back, I if you went back, you'd probably notice that Yuki's the one who mentions her first every time. Yes. And then the other three always react about, which like, is, when, the, when she thanks her or something like yeah. that. And which is why that, it was like, it was like second episode, I think. I was like, you're right, she's dead because of this, this, and this. Like... She's always the one first one to mention her, or they're doing that thing that they did with the rest of the students, mm. where they're like, "Oh, thank you," like to invisible space. Well, fun fact, she is, and that's going to be a fun ride for you too. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> super I just, fun hang. Like the whole time, like we got to we finished episode four, and Chris just gives me this look, and I'm like, "We can't. I have to watch <laughs> this other thing." And he was like, "Damn it," because he's like totally needs to know what. Happened. And we all we know she's dead, but we don't know how it happened. We don't know when it happened. It's got to be sometime after the roof. I realize she's the grave on the roof. Like, mm. like I just there were these things that we all these realizations kept on popping up and it wasn't it was fine that we realized them before they happened because there's still so much in the story we want to work out mm. um i just it's 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 a fantastic it absolutely fantastic anime it was really it was really kind of a sleeper hit of that season this was when i was watching so much anime when it came out mm-hmm. um when i was like really diving back in and just was like i'd have like four or five shows per season yeah and again it was one of those ones where it's like you didn't really hear it getting talked about yeah but, like, for those who were watching it, it was like, yo, this show's fucking great. So, um, yeah, the whole the whole PTSD thing and her just being Basically in shock. Yeah, she's in shock for the entire time. And I think, I don't know if it happens in the first three, but, like, they're not immune to it. Like, no. the other two, especially um, Shovel Girl and Short Hair Girl. Yeah, thank you. See, I'm not the only one who does it. <laughs> We'll have chats with, you know, they will have chats about, like, short hair girl especially because she's right. the odd one out there. She wasn't, she didn't, she's not even from that school, I don't no, think. No, she's not. Um, That's why she has a different uniform. We'll be like, is this okay? Like, yeah. we're all just humoring this delusion of hers. Like, yeah. <laughs> should we be doing well, this? I actually, like, in some ways feel the same way also because she's useless and gets them into trouble all the time. Yeah. But it's, again, it's... I mean, what do you do with someone like that, right? Do you shake them out of it and just cause them more trauma? Like, you know, as one, as the main, like, the leader says, we're not therapists. Mm. And I think that's a really good point. Like, they're trying to do, they're 17-year-olds trying to just <laughs> do their best in the, the 
zombie apocalypse, right? So it's just a really interesting take on all that. I think even if, I don't even know if it happens by the third episode, but like the opening credits go completely like horror show by the end of the... Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because they have elements of it. Like the first episode, you have no idea. Second episode, they have something. Mm. And then there'll be shots where I'll point something out to correspondent Chris. I'll be like... Hey, look at the reflection of the zombies in the window. He's like, oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> like, it'll just be like bits and pieces. So, interesting. So, what are you giving it kick punch wise? Ten. Ten. Uh, Jesus Christ. It was it was so hard not to watch another episode. Boopy season classic. Oh my god. Brought in for Katie Max. So good. So good. School live, y'all. Yeah. Sitting on your <laughs> school live, however you want to say it. School life. I'm gonna say school life club. Because the problem is if you put school live in, you're just going to end up with a bunch of waifu world shit, which yes, <laughs> which I, I had to tell Kate. I was like, when you go to the website, you're going to punch in school live. You got to find the pink haired girl with, <laughs> with the cat hat. Yeah. And they make fun of her hat. I know. <laughs> I had a cat hat. I know what it's like. Anyways, yeah. That is on your crunchy rolls. Now, now for something I don't think is going to do as well. What I gave Jordan. Mm-hmm. Death Becomes Her is a 1992 American black comedy classic, can I say, directed by Robert Zemeckis, who you may know. I had no idea Zemeckis directed this. What? Uh, he did Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future Trilogy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump. He's doing the remake of The Witches, which is going to be fantastic. Probably going to give it to you next uh, Halloween. Um, and did that weird Steve Carell Welcome to Marwin or whatever. Yes, yeah. Action figure photography movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was r- written by David Cope. Nothing, you know, really well known for. And he writes novels though, doesn't he? What? I feel like that guy. That guy's name was like on a. Oh, he does. He's like in a bunch of stuff, but nothing. Recent like marquee okay. book at Major Canadian Retailer. Yeah. Um, Martin Donovan written a bunch of stuff you would know if you looked him up, um, and starring the lovely Meryl Streep. The Great Bruce Willis and the Fabulous Goldie Hawn. The film focuses on a pair of rivals, Streep and Hawn, who drink a magic potion that promises eternal youth, but experience unpleasant side effects when they physically die, becoming walking, talking corpses in the process. So good. Um, It starts in 1978 with uh, actress Madeline Ashton, played by Meryl Streep, who basically steals Goldie Hawn's fiance a plastic surgeon and then picks up again uh in 1992 uh where um they madeline and Ernest, uh, um meryl streep and bruce willis um live and are hate each other <laughs> um and uh Helen, played by Golden Hawn, she's like released this new book and looks fabulous and that's sort of like where it starts um then the Meryl Streep character is like, she's just totally obsessed with looking young and beautiful. She's given the, this card of a vampire witch thing <laughs> um, who uh, gives her a potion that gives her eternal youth and uh, makes her beautiful again. Mm-hmm. And then hilarity ensues as they proceed to murder each other. As the vampire says, <laughs> take care, care of, of your, your body. body. It's the only one you'll have. Yeah. Oh, what's that actress? I got find that actress. Oh, I have a note on here. Isabella Rossellini. Welcome, who to, has, welcome to my TED Talk on peak Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini, who is unbelievably good looking. My God. And has 
I'm going to say it, and it's not derogatory in any way, fabulous breasts. Like, Air horn ab- for Isabella Rossellini's titties. She just, she looks amazing. She swims in high heels, y'all. <laughs> if I was a vampire witch, eternal goddess, I'd swim, and I look like uh, Rossellini, I, I would sw- swim in high heels. I would only wear nothing but necklaces and swim in high heels <laughs> yes. all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what to say about this movie. It's a classic, um, fun facts I do have to mention. Um, the, so Death Becomes Her won an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Um, uh, Robert uh, Zemeckis is actually well known for being like, uh, innovator of visual effects. Um, so he won Academy, uh, Award for Best Visual Effects for this movie, um, the film received mixed reviews from critics, but was a commercial success. It grossed 149 million wo- worldwide, which is now pff, peanuts. But yeah. at the time, 1992 yeah. um, was very, very good. Um, and it has developed a strong cult following, particularly among the LGBT plus community. Really? Yes. Which I think you can totally see why, because it's a fucking fabulous film. <laughs> um. And I just love watching this film because I mean, it's... Rosalina turned me gay and I'm not even a woman. Yeah. There you go. Um, and it's just, it's silly and fun and I love seeing people rot. I think it's just <laughs> like, I think it's hilarious. And it has a really good message at the end. So, Jordan. I guess? Life starts at 50, Jordan. Life <laughs> Hold, starts at 50. As I rocket towards it. Hold now. <laughs> so, what did you think? Um... So, I mean, Kate asked me if I'd seen this movie, and had I seen this movie, no, but had I seen this movie, kind of, yeah, because, I mean, the... You catch bits and pieces of it on Peachtree or whatever. and the the marquee moments, all the visual effects stuff as they start murdering each other Mm -hmm. um, was all very well known at the time. And And you know what? Of course, it doesn't hold up, hold up, but it still looks really good. Holds up pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, having watched the whole thing, there's a reason for that, and it's... You could say, we got quibbles. Because all that stuff is great. (laughs) Yeah. But it's really like, the rest of the movie is built around that. Yeah. It kind of feels like they realized they could do that stuff and they had to build a movie around it. Yeah. Because there ain't much happening in the first third of the movie. Great things happening. Mm. There's a fat suit. Colby Hans eats frosting for lunch because she's fat and that's what fat people do. Yeah. And then she watches the movie where (laughs) Where she gets killed and keeps looping it. Yes, that was funny. Um, But then, like, how did she get the vampire hookup? Somebody gave her a card that gave her Rossellini's name. When was it? Before before the the actress character sees her. I was clearly looking at my phone when that happened. What? No, you don't see it happen. It's just... These the pin. She notices the pin. Yeah, but just... Yeah, it's something that didn't have to be mentioned. Mm. It did not have to be mentioned. I think it could have helped, but... <laughs> anyway, no, I remember this movie at the time for being like, it was Streep doing comedy, which was like, what, what, what? And it was, what, what, what? It was Bruce Willis being frumpy and not an action star, which, which was also... Which actually what, what, what? really fun. Um, <laughs> he's great at he's low key the best. He's low-key the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, though I do love the Goldie Hawn, Meryl Streep thing. And they both look fabulous in this movie. <laughs> Especially Goldie Hawn. It's really a movie that makes you long for the times where you could just indiscriminately murder women with no repercussions. like Right? You just throw them down the stairs. <laughs> throw them down. All the women were harpies and yep. bitches and mm-hmm. kill them all. 
hangover, hang up from the eighties. <laughs> great throwback, no great throwback to that era. Um, so I, I'm of two minds about it. My like all that stuff. Like once it gets, once it gets going mm-hmm. in the second third, it's kind of great. But the first half, kind of shuffles its feet a little bit and kind of drags along. There is a chase scene in a castle. What else do you want? When was the chase scene in the castle? Near the end. Yeah, the end. Like I said, the first third dragged its feet a little bit. The second and third parts were better. Well, the first is set up. You know, the first is set up. The first, first is, is set up. It's slow set up. God. Chop, chop. Also, you ain't making me believe that that musical was going to have people walking out. There have been way worse musicals out there. In a world where cats exist, you're going to tell me that... It was the 70s. Meryl Streep couldn't keep people, couldn't keep asses in seats? No. That, uh... But at the end with the disco, oh, so bad. So bad. Um, also just love the set design on all of Rosalini's like little underlings. Yes. Those weird like deep V <laughs> unitards they're wearing. Because <laughs> of course he would. Yeah, actually, I just want my movie about Isabella Rosalini. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the womp womp jokes when it's like the, the party she holds for all the people who have like... Yes. All of her clients, and it's like Warhol and Marilyn are there. Elvis. And you've been warned that if you fake your own death, you know, you can't... Pop up can't again. Be, can't be making headlines anymore, Elvis. Elvis. Looking at you. So, I mean, I don't want to come down on the movie too hard because I feel like definitely, you know, for some of our demo out there, i.e., the Youngs, yeah. they do not know this movie existed. No. It's so much fun. Like Watching Hocus Pocus. Watch this shit instead. <laughs> Unless, uh, solid cosign on that. Okay. Like, All right. Like, put the Bette Midler down. And don't, you should for certain have Bette Midler in your life, but you could also get some Marilyn, some Goldie in there. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I just don't, I think I'm, I would like amend my rating because I might give it, you know, as a whole movie, I might give it like a seven and a half. Yeah. But with a hearty Greco that everyone should go out and watch it if you haven't seen it. Because I don't right. think, I think it's been forgotten to the dust of time to a certain extent. Because it wasn't made you know, based on a fucking comic book or something. So, Right. So it it just, was based on, well, we can do these cool things with uh, like FX. It's like, what if Meryl Streep walked around with a broken neck like she was fine? Good times. Yeah. That's all great. The, uh, you know, the the whole Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf first act of the movie <laughs> with with Willis and Streep just like sniping at each other. Eh, okay, but thought it was great. It was a good setup. Okay, thought it was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs> like I said, seven and a half, a solid hang. There are worse ways to spend ninety minutes. Yeah, again, ninety minutes. Which we're gonna get to <laughs> shortly. <laughs> Next episode. But absolutely, I guarantee you there are so many of you out there who have had no idea this movie existed. And if you want a little something well, something diff, little, little. If you want a little different spin on your spoopy content for this Halloween season, this is a solid way to spend, you know, an evening. If you don't want to, you know, be horrified or have nightmares about zombies or ghost teachers, yeah, no, or post-traumatic stress, yeah. But if you don't like body horror, you may want to. I it's, mean, it doesn't. It's pretty light. Yeah, it's because it, you. I mean, you can tell. There's no gore. The next no. stuff's a little, a little creepy. If you have. If, if you're like me and don't like when Caitlin audibly cracks her neck near the microphone. <laughs> what? Watching watching Streep's head bobble around. Is not great. Also, I just, I love their rotting faces at the end. So good. Because the whole hook is like, they need Willis because he's a plastic surgeon and then becomes a mortician or? Yeah. Yeah. 
So he's very he skilled. Because he can't do surgery anymore because he's shaking because of all the drinking. Right. Because he's so miserable. So he's he's very skilled at uh, making up corpses. Yeah, and making, making them, them look Making great. them look well, which he initially is uh, more than happy to do, and that's why they want to keep him around. But yeah. then when he, when he takes his leave by falling off of a clock tower through a yeah. stained glass window. Um, Into a pool. Into a pool and then runs off to live his life. They are left to their own devices, which basically means spraying Krylon on their faces for the next yep. s- using super 40 glue. years. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good times. Good times. Goldie Hunt, I hope you're thriving out there. We haven't heard from you in a while. Me too. She's doing all right, I'm sure. Yeah. Her and Kurt Russell are the only true love left. I believe it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's it. Seven and a half. I don't know where you find that, but it's out there. It's out somewhere. there. Somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure you can get it for a dollar off of iTunes or something like that. I believe you can. I believe you can. Friends, spoopy season is over. It is over with yeah. this. You know what that means. Ew. It's November. Time to get some crap in your face. November Crapathon commences with episode 176. But we've already got it locked and loaded. We're going to record that right now. Yeah, we are. It's going to be so good. Mm. Mm. So good. God. We'll get to that next week. Friends, if you have any suggestions for things we could watch for November Crapathon, or in general, we've had some we've had some takes from the audience recently. Yeah. You can hit us up via Twitter. Get up off Twitter. I mean, that's the fastest. Forget the other ones. Just hit us up on that. Or Facebook. Sure. Maybe Facebook. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Look, you just holding out hope for Facebook? Facebook. Maybe Facebook. Just blow some dust off it. It'll be fine. <laughs> still good? You're still good, Facebook? You're fine? I mean, it's a little hard to chew, but all right. So gamey, Facebook. <laughs> anyway, friends, November Crapathon kicks off next week. We guarantee you will enjoy it. I'll guarantee it. I will guarantee it. Not a money back guarantee because I got no money to give you, but. We guarantee it. Guarantee it's going to be a good time. Yep be so great so i'm gonna wrap this episode up so i can get right into recording that one friends my name is jordan ferguson my name is caitlin my name is a caitlin mckinnon my name is caitlin mckinnon the theme song is by rob gasser and we hope you will listen next week Kate, I told you that's Cup my wrestler Kate. name. Oh god! <laughs> and then I turned into the the tea lady as a heel. That's your heel turn. Yeah, it's the tea lady. I think the people have an aversion to tea. It's gonna make you an instant heel. I boil hot water and then I pour it on people. I boil hot boiling tea so on people. At, at, what you're describing is murder. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm a heel. I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>